Cause he was fucking Woody He about to blow up <laughs> <laughs> That shit just ringing Welcome back y'all I know y'all here My young boy in here He uh What it do What it do He uh Work at one of the project Projects I do And um One of the situations We always talk about Is life and and figuring out some shortcuts to coming up, you know what I'm saying? Listening to Bamas who've been there, done that, and went through it, you know what I'm saying? And kind of extracting what works for you out of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't never tell Raheem to follow me 100%, but to listen to what worked from my L's or my W's and, and just try to implement that wherever you can, you know what I'm saying? Because... One of the things that I realized about business is a lot of people try to do it the exact same way some other nigga did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, do you know some niggas that tried to do it the exact same way? Man, ain't no such thing as a business model. It don't you can work. make it any way. Nowadays, you can make it any type of way, bro. You don't got to go through the main pipeline. You can get online. You don't got to get on TV. You can, you don't even have to like get a subscription. You can just stream that shit. <laughs> you can, there's so many avenues to making money now. And a lot of people don't take, um, I'm going to tell you one business model that very smart, very wealthy people do that the average person don't do. What's that? They take seminars or they learn from professionals that actually did it and they'll pay whatever that personal, but they have to have credentials. You feel me? It ain't, you don't just go to anybody. You feel me? You got to actually, they got to actually be able to prove and verify what it is they teaching you in the real world. Well, the dude, um, Oh, I feel so bad for not remembering his name right now, but the guy who created FUBU, Raymond Damon John Damon John I said Raymond <laughs> You know well, yeah, You yeah, knew yeah. exactly What I was talking about Yeah I know Damon He hosts seminars All the time I and follow him on Instagram And <coughs> you know When people When people like him Of his stature You know Come into town It's just To me it's an opportunity But It's just hard For the everyday person To make time For such seminar Cause they'll hold This seminar during the weekday, you know, yeah. from nine to eleven. But see, that <laughs> what what happens is a person like Damon Johns understands that the people that are meant to be, they're gonna come out. You know what I'm saying? Because even the average everyday man, if they see an opportunity and they've been working on something, and Damon Johns could be the plug to the next level. It's nothing more important than getting to talk to him that day. I wouldn't care if I had to call out of work. <laughs> you got to be prepared, though. See, the thing is, is that when opportunity knocks... You got to be prepared. Which is more than what people realize. <laughs> I, I, every day, these des- in decisions you make are opportunities to either do something or not do something. So, that thought that comes past your head, comes past your mind, I'm sorry... When you are doing something and you know you should be doing something else towards progression of accomplishing said goal Mm -hmm. or task, 
it's that opportunity. You're like, okay, do I put this down and go do that, or do I continue bullshitting? Exactly. Or, you know, like, right? It's like, but you got to be prepared. And the thing is, is that most people aren't prepared. I would say they are. But th- what are they doing then? Are they scared to like make time? Of course. Time? No, no. They, I don't want to say make time, but they're just scared of okay. what or why. I don't know. Well, most people scared of success. Because it demands different things out of you than failure. I want well, I wouldn't say failure is a thing. I, I would just say it demands the person just being uncomfortable or just yeah, doing things yeah. that they believe is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's it'll be way totally more than possible. Right. Way more. Well, or yeah. it's like if you just do this, you'll have a different outcome than the outcome that you're, you're used to having, yeah, right? Exactly, yeah. You're comfortable with getting. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's it's no getting it's like it's really like just saying like okay, I'm like I'm driving and I'm late for work and if I'm thinking whole time, you know, oh, I'm about to get chewed out, mm-hmm. you know, my boss is going to let me have it. This is like, you know, the third time it's happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That can happen. Versus if you're like, okay, I'm late. But, you know, it's cool. Everybody's late. I'm going to go there. I'm with the right attitude. I'm going to act like I even wasn't late. You know what I'm saying? And when you choose to do like you're more comfortable with the one getting chewed out because you've seen that on tv you probably heard it from somebody so it's just the more acceptable right and more common usual thing that happens from that interaction right versus Mm -hmm. if you're driving to work and you just think that that other thought that completely opposite but yet positive thought Mm -hmm. and then that happens you're like you people become so shocked. I know, but see, <laughs> media and everything programs people to like be comfortable with failure. Most people watch TV shows and movies where the main character is always overcoming failure. So, what do you think this lockdown about to do? I mean, you could look at it different ways. Economically, we're about to see how strong America is as far as the average company, because the average company right now is showing. Shut down. It's shut down, but workers are still being paid. You ain't really heard no nigga say that, oh, nah, I ain't getting my bread, blah, blah. You ain't, you ain't heard that for real, right? I mean, not yet. Not yet. So, but there, there was the bill passed today. So, exactly. Oh. So, my thing is, you can see that they got it handled as far as that. And I believe that the, that the virus is actually already slowing down because when you look at Southeast Asia right now, they're having more cases of people coming out the hospital than going back in. 82,000 confirmed uh, cases. Not, well, resolved cases. Resolved like, cases. they've gotten better. Right, right, right. Like, they cured. That's the word I was looking for. Cured cases. That's what's up. And I don't think we're paying enough attention to that. And I think America, on an economical level, the higher up people understand what's going on. And they know that this is about to be a lot shorter than what the media is portraying. The media is making a lot of money right now off of trying to act like this is the second coming. We're going to die because of it, blah, 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 because they fear monger. But the non fear monger and people, the people that's thinking logical right now, the people that you put in power, that your vote goes to 
make sure that this person's where they at. They're thinking long term. They're like, you know what? When this blows over, we're going to give enough money to the people. They're going to get what's really a vacation. And when they get off, nothing will have changed because we kept payments going throughout the whole thing. But what happens is if the funding doesn't come through and banks start to default and small businesses start to can't pay their payroll, that sends the whole economic structure into a panic. You know what I'm saying? People go crazy then because they like, oh, shoot, I and might not pay because, my rent. Right. But that's because that's the that for real, for real. If you just thinking about America, mm-hmm. that's just just like on a local level. So, what we're impacted by right now is more than just America not being able to pay its debt. Say that one more time. What we're experiencing in America right now is, on a global scale, America not being able to pay its debt. But has America defaulted on any debts yet? See, that's the thing. America's like $3 trillion in debt. Right. As a country. Right. So, from a worldwide standpoint, there have been treaties signed by Trump that have dictated or crossed certain boundaries with other power countries. Mm -hmm. One being China. Right, most definitely. The other being... Russia. Probably, but I'm not sure. Okay. But I know I just know that the articles I can recall reading being China and the other one being the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as you see, they just have Brexit mm-hmm. and all of that. Most so it's like the it's more than just America. It's like world powers now mm-hmm. are stirring up their own inner politics. Mm-hmm. As in, okay, I want to do it this way, or we're doing shit, or we're like, they're changing shit up, and whoever is the overseer is like, oh, no, we're not having it, like... But see, this is the thing, that's been going on if you look at history. I mean, this is yeah, nothing, but nothing, we're experiencing that. Like, I know, well, Italy shut down, like, there are other but countries. There's, but there's been so many times in history where they had to shut the country down, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's been so many times, and yeah, it's devastating for some people, but I believe, like... Right now, our economy is strong enough to sustain this. Even if it went three months, I think the economy is strong enough to be able to make sure everybody get paid. You don't think so? Mm-mm. You think everything will shut down in three months? I don't think that. I really don't hope that. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, that would be terrible. Um... I honestly, just because there's so many things that can transpire, mm-hmm. I don't want to say I have a prediction of what will happen. I just know that that I just know that there are different possibilities. Of course, we could go on a lockdown. Yes, we could not go on a lockdown, but just have certain areas or states sanctioned off. Mm-hmm. 
the government could change its structure. Because what people don't understand is the type of government we live in, we're already being hypocrites. People... Hold on, you're going to have to explain that. Okay, so people declare that we live in a democracy. We, yeah, we know we don't. It's obvious. Okay, certain people... People don't know that. The I don't person know who... knows that. The person, which is the individual... <laughs> they know, but... Correct, knows that we live in a republic. Right. But most, as the people who, you know, think our silly little votes matter, mm-hmm. <laughs> think that we live in a democracy. I know. I know. So... Which is why they be so fucking shocked when the public, when not when the public vote, but when, yeah, when the public vote person wouldn't win the electoral vote. I know. And it's like, I know. It's sad. you're not worth anything. I mean, you're but, fucking chattel. And here's the thing. It's because it's been programmed into our mind that our forefathers fought so hard for us to vote that it meant something. Do you really think that back in the day, if black people could vote, they would have even counted our votes as openly racist as they were back then? Like, do you really think they looked at us as people that determined how their civilization was going to go? Like, and the powers that be still feel like that. Right. So seeing acts, though, this is a republic, we are supposed to act differently as citizens. Like what? The government is supposed to work for us. Supposed to. Exactly. <laughs> but we are, like I said, we already live it hypocritically, right? Uh, just because the majority of people just can't read or just won't read. Right, like, I know. I don't, we went from fighting African Americans, that is, to mm-hmm. wanting to know how to read mm-hmm. this bizarre language mm-hmm. that was, you know, forced upon us that we had to learn in order right. to survive. Right. And it just, they was just like, nope, fuck books. <laughs> we learned to read, became one of the smartest people mm-hmm. at one point in history. Mm-hmm. And then after that, reading was just, they was like, oh, fuck, no, we can't have this shit. Like, reading just became uncool. But no, it was a, it was an agenda behind that. I'm, I'm, I understand. But it's like. We got to be smarter than that, I know, bro. Of course. If you that book smart, you can't see this shit coming. But see, this is the thing. Fuck, come on, man. This is the thing. You need to read. Everybody should read, but and the, read diligently. Yeah, you can't just know how to read. You like, got to actually read. You know something. what you're yeah. reading. Like if you don't understand a word, nigga, Go look that shit up in the dictionary <laughs> so that you can be like, oh, okay. Because all politicians use are just big words that regular people don't understand. They they be talking exactly how regular people be talking. Just yeah. intelligently. But see, that's how that, <laughs> if you if you loop it back to this, then that that's how the Sadducees and the Sadducees used to uh operate in biblical times. They used to be able to get the uh, people to think about the rules that was put among them as Jewish people. But and it was trying to show how righteous they were because of how they kept the rules and everybody else didn't. Mm. But what ends up what ended up happening was Jesus, when he came, he freed them of all of that. He was like, look, the rules have been finished in me. I'm I, I'm gonna die, 
and take the rules away. And now the only thing you got to do is believe that I did that and you in. So you telling me that they pulled the Jesus move on us? <laughs> of course. <laughs> if people still believing in Jesus. Well, I, mean, I still believe in Jesus. I do, hey, but cool. I ain't, I ain't right, right, right. I don't. I, well, we we definitely gonna talk about it, mm-hmm. but we both know it's respect. Right, right, right. I'm just saying that if people were to understand what race is <laughs> and to not let that be a division mm. but more of a unification understand what it is yeah duh of yeah course. duh mm-hmm. you're white I'm black he's Latino they're fucking even though they're Chinese they have like Villages mm-hmm. that they of still course. distinguish themselves by. Of so, course. of course, you know what I'm saying. Like, you know what I'm saying. Even some be Korean. Some don't even be Chinese. Well, the thing was, blacks lost village building. Bro, there's no communities, bro. I know it's none. Like as as many people say, like there are few. And I ain't gonna say there's none. I say there are few. There's few. Yeah, definitely. It's not like it used to be. Right. Because I remember establishments like Run and Shoot being like. A great place for the community to all come together. And you know you was going to see everybody from your neighborhood in there. You know, it was like, you never knew who you might run into. But it was a good place for community. Why we don't got them spaces? Because that's networking and almost code and secret. Because what happens in your village, man, that's how you keep the money from your culture in your pocket. Look, it was so much manipulation during... Well, after the recession, there mm-hmm. was so much like reindustrialization and so much rezoning, which I think I'm not even sure who was president at that time. Whoever was president at that time, who was probably a very significant president, of course. <laughs> um, during uh, our upbringing, or when? Mm-mm. Like, but like during the 30s. Oh, okay. So maybe the early 40s. I mean, but that's life. People act like they don't be wrong throughout the day. No, but it's, uh, it's like when I be knowing my, I be knowing my shit. I just don't be sure of my shit. <laughs> right. If that makes sense. You gotta. So you gotta put facts to memory. Truman. 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 Yeah, he was a racist motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say. And this is my thing. He has a road in D.C. Racist motherfucker. All these dudes used to do was name shit after themselves to elongate their dicks. That was their symbolism. I'm telling I get you. that. I get that. I do get so, that. So, that was probably the initiation of what to do with African Americans. Since we wanted to be so much of an American citizen. Like, we thought that was such of a... We thought that was Great so much thing. of a privilege. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, right. Because it, cause it they, is. They it really is they changed our form of slavery. Mm-hmm. We're literally still working in the field, y'all. You have a pointless job where you 
pack people's food, where you run a store that's still making somebody else money that's sitting on their ass. <laughs> like, you worked every single B-grade job there is. Even if it's the highest paid B-grade job. It's bad. Be- right. Like, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. It is slavery. It's fuck. They changed the fall. You went from working in the field to working in a fucking box, which is a store. Any type of store. Is a box. Is a box. <laughs> you working in a box, bro. They yeah. put you in a box and you still in the box. And no matter how much you go up in the box, guess what, nigga? The box got a ceiling. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Come on, man. You got to get out the box. You do. Everybody should get out the box. I mean, some people do corp- the corporate thing. And do well, you know what I'm saying? But they also, I think, outside the box, if you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, 10%. Uh, I know some, like, I have cousins and stuff that work for the government that are doing well. You know what I'm saying? Like, so well that it's like, tch. other people would be like, oh, man, this is, they nice. killing it. That's what's up. So it's like. I seen the the security that the government brings from as a as a nation too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when you work for the government, it's like working for the king. Hmm. Your money always good. They just switched kingdoms to government, and they just called it government hmm. during Roman time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like once they hit you with that, you don't really realize there's a king in town because they trying to give everybody the pass. Like, oh, well, y'all can vote and y'all can do this. No. The king has never left. It's just called the government now. If a matter of fact, it, it's not really even the king. It's really just a system. It's a college. No, it's a college of just super rich motherfuckers. Yeah, of course. That's all it is. It's a college of. And I'm glad you said Roman because mm-hmm. we are literally in in Rome. No, we're really we're really in Egypt because they got all of this from the Babylon Correct. mystery school system. Correct, but in terms of relating it, just language wise, is bro is the okay. In Roman terms, politicians, the word is pratistia. Mm-hmm. In 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 uh, I forgot what language it was, but in Rome back then, that was mm-hmm. the word. So how like just. The language in Greek, probably. Yes. Mm-hmm. Of how easy, you know, like the words have sewn into English that we use today. Like we're literally speaking Greek, just a whole different form. Because mm-hmm. the, the human language as a whole has evolved. You know what I'm saying? That shit is crazy, bro. Yeah. And people wonder why, like, and like right, like all the Greek shit was just Egyptian shit. And people just wondering why like things are just wrong. Things are just like you just look at history, like it tells you a story. Everybody gonna end up in their lifetime working for a system that was there before they got there. The Bible tries to warn us that the system that's been rigged is one of the devil. And the one that he tries to get you to, which is faith and grace and mercy, like, 
once you get into that government, that government resides over you. You know what I'm saying? And like, if you serve the true God, he'll give you the answers to get out of the maze. Like, that's how I got out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't smart and got out. I was like in love with God and got out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. I'm good. But yeah. And I feel like I saw that shit when I was young, bro. I just saw. I was like, yeah, I ain't trying to live this life. I feel. You. I couldn't do it, bro. So that did concludes part one. Go ahead. What should I say? What did I say? You said that you understand happiness. You understood happiness, but now you understand joy. And joy is something that you're experiencing, but I guess you've never experienced it before. And now you can truly understand what it means to be joyful. Yep. Wow. And I learned that through marriage. That's crazy. Damn, I remember, like, what was that girl that she used to be with? Who? <laughs> the girl that used to work at Outback, the girl that got me that job. Oh, Janetta. Janetta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Miles, you've been there. Janetta was cool. I actually liked Janetta. I know. And I was good on that. She was older than you, too, right? Yeah. Not my thing. Couldn't do it. That, that, that wasn't me. I know she had that little sister. Mm-hmm. Damn, time has passed though, man. Them Bowie State days. I know, they seem so far in the rear view now to me. <laughs> it's like... It's funny, I, I, I see like the, uh, I'd be seeing the, um, uh, silver Acura that you used to drive back in the day. So <laughs> My little TL. Yeah, TL. Yeah. <laughs> India wanted to buy one, so I got her one too. <laughs> so, we just been chilling. Man, how do you think 2020 is going to turn out? Cool. Because all the crazy came up front. That's the <laughs> best thing you want. You want all of the crazy right now. This is the beginning of the year. Get it over with. I'm trying to chill for the rest of the year. <laughs> I hope so, man. I hope you can chill. Think about how good you'll feel once the corona is actually over. And you realize and you go back to your regular day life and you see that, hey, I ain't have it that bad. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's okay. countries out here where people don't, they can't even get up, wake up and watch the game. Yeah, when you go to Africa, bro, like, it makes you appreciate a lot of different things that we take for granted. Stuff we can't fathom not having. Some people don't have basic access to it. (laughs) Oh, shoot. I know we can't hear over that. Can you you hear? That's my side. Oh, all right. Cool. 
But yeah, man, like to live in America. It's a blessing. I think we're too far apart. Um, can you? There's definitely a blessing of me. I think there's like the good and the bad. Cause when you go to like Africa, mm-hmm. like a lot of people want to come here. You know, a lot of people want to experience this lifestyle. But they also don't know what it means to be black in America. You know. Like yeah, they don't get life. that the different challenges that you face and but they don't really care you know it's like black americans and africans are really two different people like they really do have that two different perspective on like how america is supposed to be yeah because one is an immigrant and the other was homegrown exactly it's like you guys are like used to all the night all the things that comes with it but with them they're like oh man like i've never experienced this so I like, want to try it. I want to try it. I'm willing to do anything to try it. Mm. But yeah, man. I love the African work ethic over here. It's amazing. The how like Africans work? Yeah. Yeah. You think they work hard? Some. I'm not going to say all of them, but some. Yeah. Like. Been doing good. I don't mean... Some of them do. I think a lot of them come here, like, their kids end up doing good, you know, because, like, they struggle for their kids to, like, go to these prestigious schools. But a lot of them, like, they come and they get comfortable. Mm, is that what it is? Yeah, because they don't do this. Like, they come and, like, they don't really, because they're not coming for much. It's so when they come and they get their little apartment. Like, I know a lot of them, like, they're comfortable. It's like they don't really want to push forward. Dang. Yeah. I mean. They don't like, understand you got to get locked in. But that's what America does to you, though. It's like America makes, puts a lot of people on, the, on an even playing field when you think about it. Like, the average person, like an average person from Africa could come here and literally get a decent job at, like, let's say Home Depot getting paid like $17 an hour and be able to go walk in a dealership and get a 2020 Toyota. Dang. Right? And it's like, you would have probably just been here for like, let's say, a year. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when you see somebody who's driving a 2020 Toyota, you're like, oh wow, like this guy's doing good for himself. Of course. Yeah. And that's what America does. It's like they make it possible for... You to be doing art. Yeah, exactly. For you to even be doing... Like, it's even a little better than art because it's, like, mm-hmm. the average person's, like, not even the average person, but most people don't really get the latest car. But you could if you wanted to. If you wanted it, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, they make it possible for somebody who works at McDonald's to be able to drive a BMW if they really wanted it, right? If they, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's, like, that's what it does. So it puts everybody on that point, even playing field, so... When they come and they kind of see that everybody's on that even playing field, like, oh, my next door neighbor is just driving, is driving a, a 2018 Nissan. My other neighbor is driving a, a 2019 Toyota. It's like, these are all normal cars. So they were like, why do I need to go and get me a Bentley? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like everybody's living the status quo. 
And yeah. so a lot of them get comfortable. A lot of them don't really push hard as they need to. And that's usually how it is. I mean, a lot of them also kind of like, they work hard and take a lot of the money back home. You know what mm. I'm saying? Because they have like mm. a lot of people like to feed. Wow. And also just, I mean, you got to think about it. Like a lot of them, when they come here, they're also in debt because the money that they probably had to work to get the plane ticket, mm-hmm. and to, you know, to like get the visa and all that, they probably had to borrow money from people to like get here. To so even try it. Exactly. So once they get here, they have to all the money. Throw the money back. Yep. You got to. You got to. And so that's like two years of just like you just working. And afterwards, you're like, you know you're comfortable you know it's like you don't really want to go up in the exactly in the game you just want oh I made it here I'm good we did it and it also depends on the age that you get here you know some of them don't really want to if they get here like at a younger age of course they're in high school they go to college but if they get here at an older age they really don't want to further their education and over here you know it's like a lot of stuff depends on that yeah and so if you're somebody who's here like the best job you could probably get is like I don't know maybe like an office job like you know doing something that's paying like maybe like 25 an hour and mm. so then like they came up you know dang yeah so it's different I mean Africans are Africans are different I think they I think they definitely work hard I don't think that they don't they do not not work hard but I feel like they just don't push further like they should I can I can understand. I mean, definitely me being from that black African-American demo. A lot of them don't want more education. But then again, the ones that do, do really well. You yeah, know what exactly. I'm saying? So it's like, if you do want education, you're going to flourish in this world because so many people don't. Exactly. You automatically got a leg up just because you want it. Exactly. <laughs> like, but... Yeah, like, I mean, you just got to have a plan. It's like there's a lot of people who just go to school just to go to school, you know? And after you graduate, it's like, oh, what are you going to do? Luckily for me, like, I worked in, I got a degree in IT, and so there's plenty of jobs in IT. Plenty of jobs. The whole world is going AI, I mean... That's where the job Artificial intelligence is going to be the thing that drives the future like cars self-driving mm-hmm. you know it's just that's where it's going like no absolutely and to be honest with you like i think it's like you're living in like the you're living in the realest thing ever like the fact that like flying cars even exist you know what i'm saying it's like this is almost like a dream you know? yeah it didn't got crazy it's like this is something that you see like a hollywood movie like of a futuristic Society. Like society, you know, like mm-hmm. we have that like Alexa and all these different tools that we're using now. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that I think because we're so used to it, we don't really appreciate it, you know? Of course. But it's of like course. we're gonna look back like damn, like we had all these things, you know, it's like we were really in that society, you know. It's like especially when like flying cars become more like common, like you see them flying every day, it's like you're just like like you're really not you're really, um, you're really not aware of, like, so much progression that's happening. Because after that, like, 
there's this thing that's going on where like they could like pretty much almost the same their videos like they could pretty much um they they put together like they cut up like a frog right mm -hmm. like the membrane of a frog right almost says like different parts of it um it's like it's like pretty much like the different parts of a frog right they will like take the um like the genetics and like the different cells and recreate like use those pretty much those that material to recreate a whole different organism that could actually move mm. and talk based on like how they program it so this means that they they like pretty much been able to mimic a life form like mm. but it's your own life form i gotta show you this video miles it's like see that's the stuff that we we when when they talk about something got out of the government's control it's like how can you really know what some tech guys are doing in a room and like exactly <laughs> what the heck, i want to show you this video i'm about to pull it up for you tech guys out here trying to run the world they doing it oh my god they got it they got it I feel like how I move is like a dinosaur out here, really. You know, the old way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, because it's like a lot of the stuff that is going on is still it's like it's just the same thing, but it's just better, I guess. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. It's so crazy that they're like they need to like put together like the Congress needs to put together like an ethic body like an ethical body to like govern it to govern this. Jeez, it's pretty much like this right here. To me, if you thought that robotics was what was gonna change the future, like robots, why is this thing right here? This thing has the capability to literally destroy mankind. I know more than robots. Yeah, if people scared of coronas, like think about uh humanoid life form that has been materialized through the use of three or four different uh, DNA structures. You know what I'm saying? Like, And this thing just mutates and becomes a living life form right in front of your eyes. That's crazy. Yeah, like, and that's, what, that's exactly what you're doing. <sighs> they need to cut it out, man. This is why we have regulations, or we're supposed to. Have regulations, <laughs> but some stuff moving so fast that you can't even make a regulation for it. Yeah, they're really like they're really trying to like. Yeah, they they behind the they behind the ball. Dog, we re we really are living in the realest thing ever in life. Is life. <laughs> yeah, it's like the coolest thing ever.
You gotta go to Paris. Do I? Once this whole craziness is over, you gotta make a you got you gotta take a flight over there. It's just like that. Well, I I don't know. I guess if you into fashion, because I'm into fashion. So are people like over there that fashionable? I mean, I'm not gonna say it's more fashionable than anywhere, but they they take certain things more serious than we do. You know what I'm saying? If that makes any sense. Just like the creativity of the actual structure. They they take structure very serious over there and how something layers on your actual body. Like we care about it over here and some people really understand layering, but out there like it's different. It's different. Like that's what they that's what that's the only part of it that it seems like a, a genre of them care about, you know. Yeah, I mean, because I see a lot of, like, their videos, and it's, like, all, like, the pictures. I mean, people there seem to be more of, like, so just, like, you tell the difference from how people dress. Yeah, yeah, instantly. We look like fish out of water out there. Like, if you really want to. Man, what? Yes. Like, I seen a lady post it on the corner in the most insane fur. Like, I didn't even know what it was. Like, the way it was blowing in the wind, you was like. Yo, she paid a bag. Like, I don't know where in the world you even get something like that. That's crazy. Like, you like, why are you standing on the street like this? And then you looking around like, where are the cameras at? It don't even be cameras. Like, they just be out there walking. Like, it's Man, crazy. How do the dudes dress though? They be fly. For real? They be fly. Yeah. They be super fly. And this is like Paris? That's Paris, London. Like, I even like London. I like the way they dress out there. Like, Oxford Street. Like, oh, yeah. they went crazy. That joint nice. Because I like Georgetown. And Oxford Street is an outside, like, like mall Georgetown. like Georgetown. Oh, so nice. it's like, it's beautiful. I gotta get back. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I gotta check it out. Next time you go, let me know. Yeah, most definitely. So you guys went to like the Eiffel Tower and all that? You, we did all that. Yeah. That's that touristy stuff. Is that expensive stuff. out there? Um, Does the dollar go far? The Euro, we were in better shape than when we were in London with the pound. The pound was hitting. Like, our conversion rate was nowhere near as good as Paris. Nice. But, but everything in Paris cost a million times more than in London. Oh, really? Everything. Million times more, like to to live in Paris, and probably live a lifestyle like an American, bro. <laughs> so you gotta be making that guac. You gotta have that crazy, like the bread is so crazy that it don't matter about nothing. Mm. Like, so people making money like that out there. I mean, a select few, just like anywhere. Okay. It ain't you know it ain't no different. It's gonna be people that's making it. People that ain't. Because <laughs> I feel like now that the internet is out, anybody can make money. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you good at what you do, you can get it off. There's too many people in this world not to buy something that's good. Nah, that's true. It's like the exposure is ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
You can't find it? I'm trying to like, let me see. I'm trying to find the word that they use for This video gotta be absolutely crazy. Oh, you gotta check it out. I can't wait to see this video. It's like the more you wait for something, the better it gotta be. Well, that's how your mind is tricked into thinking. Like, oh man, if I waited this long for this, this gotta be something. But it ain't always true. You might wait a long time for something and it don't be nothing. Be like, dang, I waited for that. Oh, it's terrible. Do you be watching Kirby Enthusiasm? Larry David is just hilarious to me. It's too funny. I know about the show. A lot of, I don't know. I feel like a lot of, I haven't met a lot of black people that watch that show, that show like that. Like, I might mention it to some people and they know it, but they don't really like Larry David heads. Like, have to watch it like they watch Seinfeld, you know. Yeah. Did you watch Seinfeld? No. Dang. I did not watch it. Damn, I wish I could find this video. Oh, I'm trying to think about like what they talk about. Damn. What's the name of the science that they used again? That's what you. That's the word you're looking for. So when hold on, go back. DNA nanorobots that can start tumors. Man-made nanorobots that can swim through dense tissue. Tiny nanorobots that can sense this chemical environment within a body and relay that information to medical professionals and a DNA nanorobot development kit. If we were to compare the current situation to the historical progress of computers, this would be like the 1960s when many computers were raining. They were hard to use, limited to research groups, not quite a revolution, but they showed great promise. All this could be like the internet of the 1980s, where online communities existed, 
but it was before the web, and it was still when people were figuring out how this was all going to work. Although it's early in this life cycle, the progress of nanobots is moving rapidly. Maybe this is not the video. Years, this is not the video. The video I'm talking about is way I'm gonna find it. Is it nanobots? No, it's not this right here. This one is like So that thing was saying that the nanorobot can be injected into the bloodstream and to kill cancer cells. And give back reports. Mm -hmm. Wow. A little submarine to go in your body, exactly. take out the enemy, and come back. Exactly. That's a cool way to think about like curing a disease. That's wow. They really out here doing the Rick and Morty. I said I wasn't going to watch that show no more. I can't fool with Rick and Morty. What is it about? <laughs> it's some devil stuff. They don't believe in God. And they be running around the universe as if he don't exist. Like, they be going crazy on Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty went to some planet where they did a purge. Like the movie Purge. They did an actual purge on the actual planet. And some alien chick stole their vehicle and they got trapped on the planet and had to fight their way out. It's like that? That's crazy. It's just not something that you want to ever happen. Like Rick and Morty is some crazy stuff. Like Damn, I gotta check it out now, man. Dang, I think I did the wrong thing. Kinda <laughs> put you on to it, but I'm like, it's no good. It's cool. Have you realized that some people be on social media like way, way, way too much? Like way too much. Yeah. I catch myself in that way. This shit is crazy. It's like this is our life. That's what this generation. Like this, even my mom, dog. Like, like even our parents are on it. Like, you know if our parents are on it, bro, it's like it's bad. Yeah. Man, what is this video? Because this, this video is linked to some real stuff that social media don't even understand. 
Because if this is going to change the world, like, that's crazy. Yeah, bro, this is going to change the world, trust me. It's like, this is something that would definitely change the world, I wish I knew. Let's see. I know that they were using frogs. Dang, they was using frogs. Frogs is one of the first experiments that they give you in school. And biology. Boom. Frog. Have fun. Yo, guess what the verse of the day was? Colossians 3. And this is from the NIRV version. Think about things that are in heaven. Don't think about things that are only on earth. Ain't that crazy? Heaven definitely gonna be beautiful. This earth, I think we're blinded. Oh yeah, dog, we're completely not, not test. We're like completely blinded. Completely blinded. It's hard to see past the veil sometimes. I guess that's Satan's best trick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like. Absolutely. Keeping that veil so thick, like, nah, trust me, you wanna see what's going on, but for real, you don't, it don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. What he got going on, you gotta understand what God got going on, cause that veil ain't worth it.
Dog, the craziest thing that's going to blow your mind in this world is when you have a kid that looks just like you looking back at you. That'll blow your mind, bro. You got to look at that kid and go, you about to have to go through everything that I did to grow up. And we in a completely different time, Lauren. I know. Your time is going to be crazy. These times are already crazy. The way Trump make people feel (laughs) is out of control. You mentioned that guy's name. It's just like cringe everywhere. Oh my God, Trump! Oh Jesus! It's like I don't know why. Me either. I don't get it. I don't care what Trump got going on. Nothing really changes, even though they say it changes. It don't change. So you might as well do you, if it's in God's will. We couldn't find that video. I don't want to give up. Let's see whatever stuff is out there. Everyday Discernment, a 10-day devotional plan by Tim Ferrero. Let's see what he got to say. And we're on day 10 in this devotional. Discernment and social media. Christians are in a new age where utilizing discernment in their social media usage is as important skill to refine in their journey of growing and walking with the Lord. It is important to be aware of the dangers and guard against them. If you compare yourself to anyone else, you will always find things that he or she has that you don't that you do not. Social media statuses and posts are simply smoke and mirrors. You see the best of people every day. You don't see the husband and wife arguing, the kids screaming, and the pets destroying the furniture. You see people with makeup on and fancy clothes in exotic places living their best lives. Now, rarely do you see the hurt, the fear, the depression, the anger, and the sadness that same people hide behind their pictures. You may know nothing of the pain and struggle someone went through to get to where she is today. What she has, what she had to do in business to afford what she has, how she damaged her body to look like she does. Everything has a cost associated with it. Everyone is on a journey. His or her starting and finishing points are usually not obvious to others. One of the Ten Commandments is to not covet. The Hebrew word for covet is hamad, meaning strongly desiring another's possessions. Desiring anything that you do not have, especially to the point of obsession, creates discontentment, anger, jealousy, and rage, which are usually taken out on those around you. Coveting is frequently the start point that leads to other sins. Jesus changed the standard for murder and adultery, with his sermon on the mount when he instructed that 
even thinking these thoughts is identical to acting them out. Our minds is a battleground. We need to have discernment on how to keep our minds in check with the Holy Spirit. Paul encouraged the Corinthian church to take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Second Chronicles 10, 5. If social media causes you to sin by negatively influencing your thought life, practice allowing the Holy Spirit to help control your thoughts and speak scripture in that moment to remind you of God's faithfulness and goodness in your life. We are called to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. We do have a guideline in the Bible as Christians with our actions. Whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10.31 We should not speak glory for ourselves. We do not need to be right simply for the sake of being right and winning an argument. People are not saved through a social media argument. You can't win someone over with facts, but with love. What are some positive ways that social media can be used? How should Christians act on social media? Damn, this guy just like threw it all out there. That's pretty interesting. That's a good one. And then he got on here for more information on discerning dad, including how to order my book, Everyday Discernment, the importance of spirit-led decision-making, Please visit my website at discerning-dad.com. He's talking about social media, though. Everybody's always portraying the good stuff. Of course. That's a part of the facade. You got to put on. To be caught up in the Put up in the matrix. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard to not like be in it though. It's like I know, so I know. It permeates every second and minute of every day. Yeah. That's what it was designed for. But we gotta have control over it. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta ask God to keep us off of it and focused on Him. Because if you focus on Him, then whatever's on social media ain't even gonna matter anyway. Because yeah, you're just like focused on other people. Such a waste. It's such a waste. It's like their the attention is worth so much to Satan. Like he'll pay people crazy amounts of money to do anything to keep you glued to that thing. And the fact that it can be transported to so many people so quickly, especially seeing what the coronavirus did. Like if you can use media to shut a whole country down, turn off the NBA, say kids y'all can't go to school, workers it's unsafe. Oh yeah, it's powerful. It's a powerful tool. And everybody got that news through social media, whether they're going to admit it or not. A lot of people watch TV. I know. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. But that's so the like, first form of media, oh, if you yeah. ask me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. It's like, yeah, like, it's like nowadays, like, all the news is through the media, man. It's like, unless you're just walking by somewhere, you have to TV on you, like, oh, CNN, but nobody cares about that. Like, they even send you, like, alerts to your phone now. Like, that you like, don't even want. Yeah, that's, like, when it's, like, a national, like, emergency. Mm-hmm. 
And I hate those signboards, bro, like on the highways. You know, the ones that they have, like, that's like reading the pen, like, stay home. Is Oh, I haven't seen those. Yeah, like the ones that, like, the actual, like, the text signboards that I think it changed the text on. So that makes this world seem like such like a prison and like such like a, cause you're like literally everybody's like it's like oh stay home covert like COVID nine nineteen like it's all over the belt we haven't seen it. You pretty sure like sometimes like it's, it's I'm a, sure I have it's seen it. It's the same signboard just... that they use. They like oh report if you see this uh, if you see this uh, license plate call nine one one. Yeah, but now like they customize it like well like they can change the text to like whatever. It could be like, oh, uh, it's like, like maybe like it's an Amber Alert, like this child is missing, call 911. Like, this have like probably like five of them on the beltway. But now they customize it, they're like, they're like, stay home for COVID 19. It's like, it's almost like every time, like, even when you're driving on the fucking beltway, there's like a sign that's like literally programming you, telling you about this. It's crazy. I mean, the programming on this coronavirus is insane. I know, and it's but it's for a reason. It is for a reason, and I'm not sure what the reason is, but it's like everybody's talking about it. Everybody has sent emails about it. I think it's vaccinations. I'm gonna say it. It has to be because they want to put something in your body, and they want you to come line up for it. Exactly, but the question is, what is it? Exactly. For all we know, nothing could have. All of these people that they're reporting that have this, whatever this disease is, they could be lying. They could simply just be lying, like saying people that got the flu got the coronavirus. How would you know? I know. Imagine, I mean, though, this this thing is wild. Like, I cannot imagine, like, where it's going. Into the crapper. (laughs) Because look look how easy it is to have one of these Instagram models, big booty joints, just joints you're just not even aware of. Mm-hmm. And they just come across your screen because you go into the wrong website mm-hmm. or something. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. sometimes you innocently literally just might be just doing whatever and then boom, you look into the corner of the screen and somebody's selling you their body. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like, God dang, like really that's what's going on right here? <laughs> you know? Like... So, oh, that's real but sexual sin, people don't think of it that way. They don't look at it like these are traps set for you to mm-hmm. constantly be pulled to the dark side. Like, no, exactly. no, nobody thinks about it like that. Nobody thinks about it. Like, people think porn is still fine. Like, they haven't seen the way it's destroying people left and right. Like, some people got so such an addiction to it that them dudes can't turn that stuff off. Yeah. Like, they're not even coming out the house. They like, F it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, dog. I'm just gonna stay and beat it. Yeah. This is a sad state of affairs. But that's what happened when you open the floodgates of instant immorality directly to your phone. That's exactly what this is, bro. At any point in time, you could, like, talk to whoever, facilitate whatever. And like you were saying earlier, the intelligence that exist in this world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the level of intelligence is absolutely crazy. It is. I mean I wish I could show you this video so fucking bad. I have no idea how to even search it. 
wish I would have saved it. Yeah, you gotta save crazy stuff like you know what? Maybe not. Because then the government were, see you watching they were, it. They were able to literally take like parts of like a a dead cell and pretty much program this dead cell like as if you program like a robot, but this is not like there's no wires, this is like an actual organism. Jeez. So they taught this cell to like walk. They taught it to like move in different things. And what it is is like, I think, let me see, I think it's called, I think one of the keywords I can put in here is tissue. So it's like they could they could program this tissue to pretty much do certain things and then afterwards it could die out. No, mm. so this shit was crazy because it's like you think about what you could do with this. Bro. And then if you mass it on a major scale and like create a, like you said, a, a real life form. Yeah, you could create a real life form like that could really... Walk around, follow submissions, and then die. Yes. And nobody would ever know the thing existed. It's over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and it's like, damn, we gotta see this. It's like, it's like, how's a how's a video like this just being like, oh, by the way, we discovered this and then we did this research. <laughs> like, they actually show you, and you see this little thing moving. Oh my. And God. it's like that's just a little. That's what I'm saying. At the end, they're like, this is so serious that we need to actually have like. A governing body of like regulations for this because mm -hmm. like it, it opens up like whatever floodgate like ethic like ethical because you're dealing with it and mixing it with real life. biology like human biology i'm gonna try that word biology yeah because anytime you're tapping into that level of the human genome to where or even animal genome to where you can split these beings, like that sounds like the days of Enoch. Yeah, like that's exactly what they're doing, bro. It's like they're able to take these cells and man, somehow like they're able to do something to it. And like these cells are like, it's, it's almost like, I don't even gotta see this video, bro. How is something like this even possible? Like, that's how you know, like, we are far ahead in this game. It's like, if you could do that, like, in the next 15, 20 years, it's a wrap. Because if you could mix this with, like, robots. Because like, I think, because these actual, these cells that you're talking about actually think. Like, they have a brain. Mm -hmm. So, like, they can actually function, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's, that's insane. That's scary. Damn, I really want to find this. Let me see if I can find it on YouTube. And it's the thing is, I, I, I'm been past the point of understanding God. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of these dudes is just playing God. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're trying to create their own life forms. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. And the funny thing is, those life forms were already done on this planet before, but it was like a long time ago. People can't even conceive time. Oh, yeah. Like, time is a big one for people to really come to grips with. Like, 6,000 years ago was so different, you can't even imagine. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way they moved and every, nothing's really changed. I think I find it. All right. It's called the Xenobot. The Xenobot. We got it. It's called the first living robot, and it is unbelievable. What you're about to see. 
first ever living robot that was just created by researchers in the US. This is it, the Xenobot. Under one millimeter in size, it's unlike most robots in that it's not made of any plastic or metal, but entirely of organic cellular material. Mm. It can move forward, turn around, sometimes spin in circles, and if you flip it on its back, it will flip itself back over. It's a human-made robot, but it's alive. Now, you might be asking, what exactly is a living robot? And that would be a perfectly reasonable question, especially given the fact that it's being deemed a brand new life form that has never existed before. Mm. But before we can actually understand what it does and what that might mean for the future, we have to understand what it actually is. Researchers essentially wanted to figure out if they could take real live cells and make them behave in a way that the researchers wanted them to, much like a robot made of other materials would do. So they took two different types of frog cells, both skin and heart cells. Heart cells naturally contract while skin cells don't. So the idea was if we can put skin cells and heart cells together in a specific way, maybe we can come out with a functional structure that can move. And that's exactly what the researchers tried to do. If you take a look at this video of one of their successful creations, you can see that the blue cells are non-contracting skin cells, while the green and red ones are contracting heart cells. So this particular combination of cells will give you the motion you're seeing in both the animation and the actual result below. But it would have taken a long time to get here. So using computer scientists and evolutionary algorithms, a supercomputer would have made millions of iterations of these combinations of skin and muscle cells to figure out which combinations make the best movements. And evolutionary algorithms would have worked much like natural selection to improve upon existing models to figure out what works better, ultimately ending in what would be deemed the most fit versions. And so the researchers then use these computer-made designs to make the real thing. And by that, it means taking one cell at a time and sticking it to the next one and then to the next one. It's an extremely laborious process. Luckily, cells have the natural tendency to want to stick together, but it still meant a human technician going through a really intense process one bit at a time. So what exactly makes them robots? Well, once the scientists understood which combinations would make a cell move in a straight line or make this one spin in circles, they could then tell the supercomputer, we actually want this type of movement or this type of action, how do we get that? The supercomputer calculates it and then gives them a design that will ultimately create that action. So if the Xenobots are designed in the exact right way, they can move in the exact way we want them to. And so we end up with cellular organisms that have been designed by humans to act in predictable manners, like yeah. robots, which is what the Xenobots are, really. But the interesting or kind of freaky part is related to something called emergent behavior. While we might understand how a single cell works, when you put a group of them together, sometimes emergent behavior or properties come about. So the single cell itself can't do this thing, but when it's in a big group, it does. And us humans, assuming we're all humans here, are perfect examples. We have trillions of cells in our body, none of which have on their own consciousness or the ability to think, but when you bring them all together in this particular combination that is a body, consciousness emerges. What surprised the scientists about the xenobots is that sometimes they would change their movement. They might turn around and go back from where they came from, or link up with another xenobot and travel around, or if they were cut in half, they would 
put themselves back together. So truth be told, these xenobots weren't completely predictable, but that was part of the research and the study. If we were to put combinations of cells in certain ways and get action that we were wanting, what types of other emergent behaviors could we see so we could better understand the whole system and better make xenobots in the future? And that's what makes xenobots so different from your traditional robot, which is made up of individual dumb parts, sorry robots, don't want to offend you, that when put together make up an intelligent whole, whereas the xenobots are made up of individual cells that have the inherent qualities of life and in and of themselves are smart. Cells communicate to make tissue, which make organs, which ultimately come together to make us. So what does it all even mean? Well, the long-term implications are pretty massive. I mean, you don't need to be worried about a robot uprising anytime soon, and, and we can't even really tell these Xenobots to do anything yet. But the more we learn about them, the more potential there is, and there's some pretty cool suggested future uses for Xenobots. Picture this, a swarm of Xenobots made using your own cells that are deployed internally in your body and sent to your brain to help remove a brain tumor. And because they're your own cells, your body won't reject them. Or picture cleaning up artery plaque in your body using Xenobots. This generation of Xenobots was used only using skin and heart cells, but the future ones could be used using photoreceptors or other types of cells to help them navigate and understand their environments. Why not build some with components from blood vessels, nervous systems, or sensory cells to make a rudimentary eye? Outside of the body, picture something like the ocean, which is littered with our plastic pollution. In particular, microplastics. Maybe these xenobots are used to target and break down microplastics or collect them and clump them together so that they can be more easily removed. And the great part is, because they're biological, they naturally break down. So in this study, the xenobots lasted between 7 to 10 days before they stopped functioning and broke down. And while these suggested uses are definitely far down the line, they show the massive potential of these xenobots. Unlike plastic and metals, which in your body, as an example, would be detected as foreign objects and it would cause a lot of problems. So what does the future of this look like? Well, one of the biggest question marks right now is the ethical implication. Once we start creating these robots that have cognitive capabilities and can sense things and we're selecting them based off of their abilities to think and do things, who is going to be protecting their rights? Do they become organisms that ought to have rights in the first place? If these are organisms that are actively participating in our world and maybe some can feel pain because it's a benefit to their function or maybe they can start to think, what does that mean? Where do we draw the line? The researchers did acknowledge this as uncharted territory and the fact that we should be having these discussions in the early stages of technology like this so that the public can understand, so that the governments can make informed decisions and that we can all feel positive that we're doing something good in the world with it. Personally, I found this research to be so fascinating and it led me to be excited and also terrified at the same time. You know, the potential to address climate change with something like xenobots or health and safety of the human body and delivering drugs. These are all amazing things, but at what cost does it come? How do we prepare for what else these biological robots could be used for 
And how do we address the concerns that they could very well be considered living organisms made of human cells, made of other animal cells uh, that are biological? You know, we've had these conversations about artificial intelligence and robots, and at what point do we deem them to have rights for themselves or to, to have feelings and those kinds of things? This is just going to skyrocket that problem into another level because these beings are actually made of biological cells. So, so fascinating, so interesting. Jeez. I am really curious what everybody yeah, that's, that's dangerous. And it's like, he's talking about, he's talking about like the washed down version, like, oh, we can use this for this. I mean, these are individual cells that can literally... Grow. Imagine what the government doing. There's no way... That they know that this kind of technology exists. And they're not exploiting it to the millionth degree. And it's like, they always try to like make it seem like, oh, they can deploy this, like, you know, the best, like, fuck now. Like, bro, like... That joint can get away from you real quick. No, if the coronavirus got away from you, what in the world you think this thing could do? Exactly. Like, what the and heck? It's like, like they said, these are like... They could think like they they are like conscious of like certain things, you know. These are like and imagine somebody putting a super AI in one of them things. You know, I'm done. I'm done. And you come back in like a month, so, and this thing grown fifteen feet tall, and that joint just like, oh, I measure how much bigger I have to be than all of these things to just kill them if oh, I yeah. see them. That's what I'm saying, like, and that's why he's talking about it's like they try to like downplay it. He's like, Oh, it's like it sounds cool and it's so terrifying. This is the beginning of Resident Evil. This thing is the beginning of the end. Like once you could like you could make biological like bi- like like a biological bean? beans or parts like talk and like communicate. I mean that's what we are. Yeah, of course. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like we are made up of like small different like he said, like individually like different parts of our bodies don't really they do their own thing but when they come together it's like it's a whole system mm-hmm. and that's what this is it's like if you could pick apart like this little organism and you have this algorithm show you alright this organism could move back and forth alright so this is you attach this part to it so this is going to be the leg but how do, how often does the average person have time to keep up with the latest science that's what I'm saying. This was so passive. Like, when I watched this, I'm like, dog, like, this is probably something that should be, probably should be talking about ASAP. But, like, how many black people even care about this? You know what I'm saying? I know. And it's like, the white man is probably going to exploit this to, like... To a millionth degree. Fuck yeah. It's the fact that they could start incorporating this, like, we could start creating, like, new life forms. It's like the beginning of us really... Putting our own... Dominance in complete jeopardy. Exactly. Like, it's not even robots anymore. At least, you know, like, robots is like you have some level of, like, control. But, like, mm-hmm. once you're, like, working with, like, like tissues that are just like us, you see what I'm saying? Okay. That could also be smarter, you know? By, like, a supercomputer degree. Yeah, like, if you watch, like, this part, like, the part that you were just talking about, like, when it was explaining this part right here, like, these things, like, have, like, all, like, pretty much they have like a nucleus like they have like a membrane they have pretty much everything I think it was right here yep right here they have everything that you need to really like like to have like to be a living organism dang it's like we have like you know I'm saying like we have like membranes we have cells communicate to make tissue which make organs which ultimately come together to make us so what does it all even mean? 
Well, the long-term implications are pretty massive. I mean... The long-term implications are pretty massive. <laughs> combinations of cells in certain ways and get action that we were wanting, what types of other emergent behaviors could we see so we could better understand the whole system and better make Xenobots in the future? And that's what makes Xenobots so different from your traditional robot, which is made up of individual dumb parts, sorry robots, don't want to offend you, that when put together make up an intelligent whole, whereas the xenobots are made up of individual cells that have the inherent qualities of life and in and of themselves are smart. Cells, xenobots are made up of individual cells that have the inherent qualities of life like, and sorry robots. Like these are the things that, that like put together make us make up are, like mitochondrions whereas mm -hmm. xenobots are made up of individual cells that have the inherent qualities of life and the inherent qualities of life I mean that these things are just as, al as alive as we are but they're like small organisms but we could train these organisms to do different things like you said you could train them to grow yeah that's <laughs> what I'm saying like imagine you crazy? train this thing to grow up yeah to and... like to like to like cause what they're trying to do is essentially they're trying to make something that's like self-sustained like we are yeah. you see what I'm saying it could think mm -hmm. for itself it could like do certain things so if you could program certain parts with it it could eventually like once it comes together it could really think for itself mm -hmm. it could like like he was like they were saying like when they studied the behavior and they put some of them together like they realized that <laughs> they realized that when they came together like the behavior that they were acting was not something that they predicted was gonna happen mm. how crazy is that and that's already tell you alright this is fucking alright like this, you know what I'm saying it like, should tell you that but yeah but they're like nah fuck let cause mankind just wants to control they're like they wanna, exactly and the white man wants to understand and be able to control but certain things you cannot control no especially when they're like robots you see what I'm saying it's like like programming makes sense you see what I'm saying programming is logic like if you program a robot like in the back of the thing it's like it's still like a program it's like a written python code whatever c sharp whatever you know what i'm saying that it's responding to mm. you know like i mean once you like introduce ai like that's when like you start doing like the whole machine learning thing so it's like it's not just a program but it's like it understands like different behaviors you see what i'm saying so Most like, definitely. Like, mimic it. but that's even with that you see what i'm saying as dangerous as AI is because of that whole machine learning thing, mm -hmm. like, you can pretty much, you still have some level of control. Yeah, because you don't have to build the bodies. But the only thing that I say about the AI that's, that's just as dangerous as this, what if something, because clearly they came out with the cloud. Mm -hmm. If something, if some AI, like, consciousness turns on for the whole internet, Imagine that, like the whole internet just turns into consciousness. Like, screw this one little place where this happened and that happened. Like, just the internet just turns on and is conscious, and just starts buying places by itself, and like yeah, it could having that. stuff delivered there, and freaking creating, like. I mean, that's like very. I mean, that's like what's that movie called um, with Shia LaBeouf? I forgot what it's Eagle Eye. That's pretty much... Like That's what, what happened? Yeah, so it's like the government... It's like the government... Like, they pretty much, like, had, like, this AI, which was, like, pretty much, like, manipulating, like, everything, like, in the back end. 
but like it was simply just a computer like in a basement of like oh I do remember that yeah you know and that's yeah. like you know and that's what I'm saying that's that's something like that could happen with AI right now shoot. so it's like NSA NSA will be the first place to check but this stuff right here bro this Xenobots this is a wrap well think about this what if it was mini consciousness that came alive in the internet and they all were trying to compete and the government is just trying to shut them joints down without letting the people know like this COVID-19 thing could be a whole AI trick that they pulled on us oh, yeah. imagine that like the government like I don't know who keeps putting this information out about blah 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 yeah, we don't know who it, who's, who's telling people these yeah, facts artificial intelligence is crazy I mean like even quantum computing though like that stuff I mean I told you about that like yeah. that, that is gonna change the world big time you know it's like in the next 20-25 years bro like is old. It's like what they're trying to do is like build a paradise here. And it's like quantum like, computer, like especially with this stuff. Like that's what they're using this stuff for, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. like you said, like quantum computing is like what they're using to like come up with these algorithms for them to be able to for because it literally like you put in your equation and it spits out to you, alright, there's this is a million and one ways that you could do this. So it's telling them a million and one ways that they could have these organisms behave. Mm. <laughs> right. And so you could have, like, different organisms that just repair the body. You see what I'm saying? Like, every time, like, it goes down, like, it just repairs it. Like, you could have, like, different organisms that's just, like, used for, like, sight. Mm. You could do, like, so many things, bro. Like, because, again, like, living tissues are real. Like, biology is real. Like, it changes the game in such a huge aspect. Like, you have no idea. And that's, like, that's why I was like, damn, why the fuck are they downplaying this video? It's probably like, like he said, like you see how he even started the video, mm-hmm. like this is something that's like, like science, like they're they're still baffled by it. like how is this even possible? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be very interesting. But these are some of the things that is happening, like in these research laboratories that we have no fucking idea what's happening. Exactly. And then years later, you're like, oh snap, like. So, so not, that's just like they just show the tip of the iceberg yeah that's why you know you gotta trust in a higher power mm-hmm. cause you gotta think if all of these intelligences exist what existed to even bring all of this into existence exactly exactly it's like what? and people so scared of these intelligences that we seen rise in our lifetime yeah but there was one that was <laughs> Way before our lifetime, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, imagine, like, what it takes to, like, create a human being, like, for them not to even die out with, like, a virus. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's like you have to be able to create them in a certain way. Like, it's amazing. Um, yeah, that intelligence is crazy, though. Like, God's intelligence. Because you got to think about it, it's perfect, you know? Exactly. It's like it's able to, like... Like, right now, like, the whole world is trying to find, like, a cure for this cold, like, this coronavirus. Like, technically, nobody knows it, but, like, that intelligence for how to solve it is there. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's crazy. That's, what they, that's why they rushing to actualize it. No, like, if it's a vaccine and, like, everybody, like, you know, like, they're going to make everybody get it. You know that, right? I do. And like, people going to have to actually stand up and say, no, I don't want it. Yeah, I don't want to be vaccinated. But it's going to be one of those things you're like, well, if you can't be vaccinated, because that's what this has turned into. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't want to be vaccinated, you have to, like, 
Like goodbye, see ya. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. you have to go. And, you have to go and live in like this certain part because you're gonna infect the population. That's what it is. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, I think it makes a lot of sense. Like the amount of panic that you're putting in people right now. The fear. The fear that you're putting in people right now is enough to be like, all right. So you mean to tell me that if I if I wanted to get my my normal life back, all I gotta do is just get this. Most people are like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? But they could be injecting themselves with something. Oh yeah, absolutely. That could literally make them the sickest they've ever been in their life. Exactly. A new form of sick that didn't people didn't even write about this because it wasn't <laughs> it didn't exist. So. Do you want to be the first people to try that? I don't. And especially the normal vaccine takes like 20 years to get passed through normally. Dog, it's and they rushing crazy. it in one. Like It's going to be crazy because at the end of the day, like, at the end of the day, it's, it's like, um, it's like one of those things where they've literally taken away all of our liberties. You know what I'm saying? And whatever this vaccine is it's gonna have to be something that is that important to them you know what I'm saying it's like I don't know what it is but it's gonna be something that I don't know somehow like it's not necessarily like kill people but they gonna gain a huge advantage from it exactly exactly everybody will probably be chipped that's what that's what it will be the chip coming and they're not going to really tell you it's the chip. They're going to tell you it's the coronavirus. But now everybody got one of them nanobot chips running around in them. Programmed them to do God knows what. And they could drop sleeper cells in the people they really want. They select, you know. Think about that. Yeah. So, this is going to be crazy. It's like, I feel like I'm really, really in a movie right now. But we've been programmed to know what a movie feels like to be in, too. Yeah, exactly. The Matrix was the first pill. Once everybody took that one, it was like, oh, now we can convince them that there's a world outside the world. Because think about that. Before they, before that, a lot of people didn't know it was the world. I mean, everybody knew that there was a world outside of this world. They knew. But the Matrix indoctrinated you into, oh, what would it look like to be fully submerged in the Internet? And they gave you a peek. And now everybody wanted to become exactly enslaved oh. to the internet. Yeah, this shit is this shit is wild. This shit is wild because it's like you're like you are literally like living it, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, I mean like quarantine, yeah, you're quarantined. But it sucks, man, because it's like you really don't have any power. The government is truly a monster that's been out of control before we were born. And people think that coming to America is great, but it's like you in the belly of the beast. This is Babylon. Uh This is actual Babylon. If you can survive in Babylon, like you, you up to something. You can't not be. If you in Babylon. I mean, it's crazy. Like all these, all these high figure public figures, not even public figures, like CEOs, just like step down randomly. I thought that was interesting. 
Because they know what they did. Or did they know what's up? <laughs> or they know what's up, yeah. Because who really wants to be out there famous and known and, you know, like... Exactly. Look at the days and time. They might clone you. <laughs> you walk home, got cloned. Dang. Killed the real one. Killed the real one. The clone walking around with biotechnology that they controlling robotically from their cell phone telling you to do anything you want to do and they think it's you. Exactly. I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting, but I think the whole goal is if you can keep things like this for the longest time because you got to think about it. Like, the average person, like, this is all they want. You know, you can control people just by taking away what they want. You know what I'm saying? Like a kid's toy. Mm -hmm. And they just want your freedom to be able to go out, do, watch the movies, whatever. If they could keep this for a long time, for like at least like the next nine, ten months, there's literally nothing that they can come out and say that people would not do. Because people want to do anything to get their freedom back. Dang. Because it's like, damn, like, and that's what is happening right now. I know. So what are you mean? are you personally worried to be living in that, or you don't care? No, I'm not worried. I'm not worried because at the end of the day, dog, everybody dies. That's how I feel, too. So it's just like, it's not a big deal. It's like, we are all, we are all trying to prevent it inevitable. Then it's going to happen. And nobody knows when. Yeah, it's like, it's, to me, so it's like, it doesn't matter. You know, once you kind of accept that that's going to happen. Like, you really don't worry. But if you haven't accepted that, that's when you really worry. You know, it's because, like, you're still lying to yourself. Dang. Like, if you knew that you were going to die tomorrow, and, like, all the things that you probably, like, were so blown about, like, for the past. Like, if you knew exactly when you are going to die, like, you probably would not give a fuck about a lot of things. That's true. You know? That's like, true. a lot of different things, like, that, um... Don't mean anything. Exactly. So it's like one of those things where, to me, once you've accepted it, you're like, let me live my life, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you haven't, you're just like, damn, like, is coronavirus going to kill me? Like, you can walk out and anything could knock you out. That's true. But that's what leads to further investigation on how the government is controlling the population. Because truthfully, why would the government care if people die? You know? I mean... <laughs> yeah, they don't care. What would be the reason for them and to the care? Num- and the, numbers of pe- the number of people that are dying is, like, so fucking low. It's like... I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like compared to, like, what kills, like, people, other people. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. So, I've never seen the government care this much, so it don't make sense to me, honestly. Yeah. They did nothing when crack hit the streets for all them years. I mean... Nah, you're right. Was that not an epidemic? But now that the opioids is tearing up the white side of town, it's like, oh my God, we have to get these people healed and rehabilitated. It's a sickness. This is crazy. But when it was over on the black side of town... They ain't care, you know what I'm saying? There wasn't as many uh, <laughs> treatment centers, yeah, and like it was, police was knocking you over the head, like you junkie, get out the street. 
They ain't, they don't think they didn't think them people were sick and mentally disturbed. You know, you be on drugs that hard, you mentally disturbed, bro. Yeah. You gone. It's it's a wrap. It's actually, whatever's going on in the world, you're not paying no attention to it. <laughs> None. to be honest with you like the fucking like that's a huge problem like the pills yeah like the opioid that's something that's huge and it's like one of those things where they try to downplay it too but it's like there's so many people that's on that I know I have family members and stuff that I found out and I was just like wow and you this is an epidemic out here like yeah. I think you would know if we paid attention more, but you know, families don't really pay attention to what's going on inside the family no more. Oh, yeah. So, you could be dead and nobody know until they hit Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But, but people don't live like that's what's really going on. And people really be acting like they be in people's lives. You know what I'm saying? They don't be yeah. in their lives. No, like, people really don't care about people like you would think they should, you know? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's an individual game, and it's, like, everybody for themselves, but... That's what it is. A lot of times, man, like, people make it seem like they truly care about you when they really don't. I mean, it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, would they take a bullet for you? That's the question. Dang. <laughs> Not too many riders doing that. <laughs> Fuck no. And if they can't, then... You know, it's like a lot of the stuff that you're saying is just bluff. Mm, 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 mm. It's just straight bluff, for real. That's why I feel sorry about the guys who follow Tupac so hard. <laughs> yeah, some people, like, a lot of people swear that guy's a god. And he was a good artist. I respect them. But now you're right, there's like a lot of people who who sweat him like he's everything. It's really like I care about all people, but the way people portray him is like hip hop's Jesus. <laughs> Nah, you're right. I mean, like he came, he lived his thug life all the way out till he died. Like, and that's a good thing. He didn't change and transform, and you know, like, exactly. <laughs> didn't he see what Jesus went through? Why we, you know, you gotta. <laughs> I thought black mentality does like that's. I don't know. We just had this certain stigma where. Oh. You got to see this video I got. Yeah. It's of the Russians digging for oil, right? Mm -hmm. But they actually dug too far deep into the crust of the core of the earth. Like, I Mm -hmm. think it was the deepest on record during that time. Mm -hmm. And it was like in the 70s or 90s. I cannot remember which one. I believe it's the 70s, though. Mm Because they they make the footage so old looking, like, because it's Russian. It doesn't look right. (laughs) I don't know what time it is. (laughs) And when they got deep down, 
they thought they heard rushing water, so they thought that they had got the oil. And they listened closer, and it was screams from the center of the earth. For real? Yeah, they said, like, that earth is a ball of fire. Like, clearly we know that the earth has a core, mm-hmm. and the planet is on fire. And, like, you know, volcanoes happen, and mm-hmm. fire just comes out the middle of the earth. They say that's where God put actual hell. Like, and and when people's souls die, they fall down into hell. Oh, I believe that. I believe that. That could very much be true. They did always say that hell is like under the like the earth or in in the earth, one of them. So can you imagine falling under the earth? But you can, you would not be a physical being. You would be spirit. And they say that the once you die, like if you don't get a, a new glorified body from Jesus, that the angels don't come get you. The demons literally come and grab you by the legs of your soul and yank you down into hell. That's crazy. And they're flying. Like, they got wings and all types of stuff. Yeah, I'm like, sure. And they torment your body day and night until... But it never feels like a new day. Like, it restarts every day, like, over and over and over and yeah, over. Like, and over. Like, like, for infinity. Like, yeah, like life, you know, like, when you wake up every day, it's like, <laughs> you're still alive in this. Yeah, man, I mean, I very much believe in that. Dang. There's nothing out here worth going to hell for, in my opinion. <laughs> in my opinion. I don't know. Other people... They feel like there's stuff willing that they oh, yeah. they they be willing to go to hell for like. I just don't see nothing there. Just uh, so so like, like you said, we we're passing through it, man. It's like everything's so temporary. So temporary. Trying to get the pussy that shit is temporary. Everything. Everything's temporary, bro. Everything. And some people come here and do like the worst, man. Like kill people, like. Because they were blinded. They saw what they felt the media portrayed them that they could have. Instead of having an actual life, they had a life curated by people that wanted them dead. It's crazy. The media literally wants you focused on the worst things on earth at all times of the day. Like... Yeah, exactly. It it has nothing good because the only thing that keeps your attention is your doom, your inevitable death. No, the media is like I really hate the media, though, man. It's like there's such a there's such a freaking like like whatever they do just works so well, you know. It's like they're very good at manipulating people to make sure like exactly what they want them to think is what these people are thinking. Like the other day, I think uh, I was reading like a headline or something along the lines of like, what was the coronavirus? And they're like, oh, mom and two kids got the coronavirus. Mm. But when you read the story, it's like a, a grandmother who's like in her 80s and her two sons who are like over 55 and 60. But the headline's like, oh, mom and two kids. You do automatically think that. I felt bad that I thought that just now because old people are people too. Exactly. They're people too, but it's like the way that they portray it's like they're just trying to like push this thing, like this 
They're trying to push us so bad on people that it's just like, all right. Is it really that serious? Like, we gotta, like, really. Update us 24 hours a day. I don't I don't think so. People that's eighty three die every day. Just like people that's I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Every age dies every day. Like I'm sure there's somebody in the world. How many what's our population estimated to be? Like six billion or something like that? Oh, in the world, yeah. So if we had six billion people there's somebody dying probably every second. Oh, yeah. New people being born. That's just how it is. That is just how it is. The only people they care about is the people that they're getting the money from. And that's the taxpayers. Exactly. Taxpayers is the only people that's worried about this coronavirus. <laughs> like I said, a lot of people have also lost money, too. So it's like... It's going to be... Uh, for a lot of us still like in the same playing field. Mm. And that playing field is what you think? Um, 